Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about TrueCar. TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hi, everyone. Welcome to House of DBF, our After Buzz show. It's season one, episode two. It's called A Huge Mistake. And we're shaking it off because there's a lot of hate this episode. <laughs> and the girls need to, like, shake it off and realize they got to do some work, right? Yes. I'm your host, Christina Zias, along with... Tiana Hobson. Anastasia Waller. And I'm Teresa Law. All right. And this was... an an action-packed episode. I really enjoyed it. And the eight girls, like, there's not that many of them. So you, you start to realize it in this episode, since two are gone, like, we don't have that many. Can I say something about the two that are no. gone? No. I, yes, I'm going <laughs> oh, to say that. Because yeah, yes. I told Teresa this a couple days ago. I was reading an Us Weekly magazine um, from, like, November 3rd, and the advertisement that was in there only had eight girls in it. Like, before the show even premiered, you know, usually put the whole cast there. Oh. So there was two people already missing. Guess who they were? The first two people eliminated. So do you think that they just cast I kind of felt like those two drama. were, like, staged for drama at this point. Because they weren't in any of the promo stuff from, like, two weeks before the episode was premiering. Which I'm like, okay, maybe because they were the first ones off. But even America's Next Top Model keeps everyone up right. there. There's nothing on the That's e yeah. either. yeah. And then, like, on everything for the e-blogs and stuff, it's like, oh, the eight girls in the program. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess technically you could say that they hadn't been accepted to the program yet, but they kind of had been. You know, they were right there doing it. Well, I feel like the program didn't start until this episode, technically. Technically, yeah, they had their little, like, feeler out. But I don't know. I just have a theory now that maybe (laughs) those two were just staged in there. Maybe. Well, we're gonna have to stop we gotta their get yeah. Yeah. Find out. We gotta bring a guest in the show. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll find out. Coco, Rihanna, y'all want to come in? <laughs> explain your side of the story. <laughs> we're down for it. So, okay, so let's get into like some first impressions because there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of animosity between people in the in this episode, and last week, 
Kier didn't represent herself in the best way. Maybe like a lot of people thought she came off a little bit bitchy. And she had this whole episode to redeem herself. And in my opinion, she didn't do the best job. What oh my God, what was with that thank you card? When she, oh, right. when she spelled and Stephanie's she, name. Yeah, she misspelled Stephanie's name. And as soon as she pulled out, like, I wrote you just a little thank you card. I was like, why are you sucking up now? Yeah, right. Why are you doing it publicly? Yeah. You should just give that... Because you want the other girls to see it. And it's like, if you're really like a good person, other people don't need to see it. You don't need the self-validation from the rest of the group to be like, oh man, I should have done that too. And she put um, Amanda down, remember? Because Stephanie walked in and said the best person was Amanda. And then she goes, wait, did she get us confused? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think she met me. And Gina says later, there's no way anyone can confuse you two. It's ridiculous. I don't think she did a great job at making me a believer in her. Um, this episode, no. if this I, was supposed to like help redeem her, I still see her as the person from the first episode. I do wonder how much of that drama is manufactured by the show. Oh, yeah. She's definitely playing into that role, and I want to find out what her real personality is like off the show. Yeah. Well, she's based in Hollywood, so she <laughs> might be coming in, so stay tuned. Okay, so... In this episode, we meet Michael Hurst, right? And he's the artistic director for DVF. And right away, we find out that they have a challenge. Mm. And it's uh, to create a, an inspiration board, which I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, my sorority girl self was really excited about Because <laughs> I was like, arts and crafts, scrapbooking, yes. And, like, I mean, I blog and I style, so I do this all the time. Um but I was really excited about it. And the theme was Cote, Cote d'Azur. I'm going to pronounce it wrong. But it's the south of France. And Is that a city? I was so confused, guys. It's like the region. Oh, So it's okay. like Antibes, it's Nice, it's Cannes. It's okay. Because like, yeah. they kept saying it. And I was like, yeah. the what? <laughs> like, I needed subtitles up because I wasn't. <laughs> like, that's how ignorant I was to that whole situation. See, and now I feel bad saying this, but I was kind of like. These girls, like... How could they not how, know? How could they not know? Well, because I feel like that is their world. And if you had just said the south of France, okay, instantly I know what you mean by that. But, you know, using your fancy wordings and stuff. But that's also <laughs> their world. Like, they live, breathe, like, fashion. That's why they're there. I'm not that person. So, like, right. I wouldn't know that. You know, my stuff is a lot different than what theirs is and stuff. So, right. Some of them really had no idea, though. Yeah. Tiffany... Lenore... Yeah, Lenore, <laughs> Tiffany. Okay, wait, how about when um, Lenore's shoe came off? Oh. When she found those Italian guys that she was to ask them advice? Yeah. yeah. Even though she it was, was south of France, she was like, she, oh, here's some Italian. She was like, a little okay. unpolished this episode. She was. <laughs> and I really liked her last episode. I like, did too. In this too. one, I'm like, how can you be a brand ambassador? Like, I, I couldn't envision her outside of Staten Island. And I feel bad saying that, but I mean... She was not polished at all. No. But I do think they had a good idea, like, kind of talking to people on the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was going well into her shoe phone. Well into her shoe phone. <laughs> <laughs> but they did get some good points, like, romantic, beautiful, yes. like, city by the sea, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it could have gone better. But mm-hmm. did they deliver on the good advice that they got? No. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. Yeah. And then Tiffany's board with her boyfriend when she got her boyfriend involved. To spray So it was it. Abigail, Brittany, and <laughs> Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Right? And they kind of went off on their own group. I mean, what'd you guys think about her calling on her boyfriend? I mean, I would have been okay with it, but I just didn't see how it really fit in with anything she was going for. If she called her boyfriend and was like, okay, this is my whole plan. Now I need you to give me something. Right. To like, she should have given like, she she more direction. Yeah. yeah. I felt like she was like, hey, show up with a couple bottles of spray paint and let's see what you create. And that's what totally. they got. 
I kind of like what Brittany said, though, that um, DVF is about empowering women and that she shouldn't have called her boyfriend to help her do it. She should have, you know, had her own inspiration. And that's kind of how Diane is on her own, too. So I, I kind of thought, yeah, she didn't need to call her boyfriend. Yeah. I wonder what Diane would have thought. Unless he had something really, really cool. Yeah. Like, oh, but this is so it was unique. just dirt and yeah. some spray paint. <laughs> Yeah. It did come out kind of cool at the it end. It did, yeah. But we'll get into the inspiration boards a little bit later. So those three girls teamed up. Then we had Lenore and Cody. And then we had Care, Gina, and Amanda. And they went to the spice market in yes. Chelsea. <laughs> and this was just very interesting because I guess they went there to get inspiration. But all you got was haterade from Care. And to me, this... I actually think she could be a good brand ambassador because I think she is really knowledgeable about the fashion mm-hmm. world. And I think she does understand, like, the DVF brand. But how could you be, like, so repulsed she, by a spice market where you have to demand to leave and, and have she's no patience And she's supposed to be going all. all around the world. Right, she's going right. to be meeting people of different cultures, trying different foods, and just... Mixing and mingling with she all these people. She needs to just go with the flow. Yeah. I mean, that's part of being a brand ambassador and traveling. She couldn't even smell something. I mean, imagine if she went to a nice, prestigious dinner in, you know, some other country. Right. She yeah. couldn't even handle the smell. And it wasn't even like she was containing her thoughts and like no. sighs. She, like, made it very she clear doesn't, that she needed to leave immediately. She doesn't <laughs> she, ever edit herself. No. No. Her no face filter. tells her. Yeah, her face Hashtag just tells no the whole story. <laughs> Which I think she thinks is her best asset. Well, because she's she did, like her real self. Yeah, she keeps saying that she's being real and the other girls are like, no, you're kind of like self-involved and like <laughs> make it all about you. She's like, I'm just being real. I'm like, sometimes you don't need to be that real. <laughs> yeah, that's like, very true. Sometimes it's sometimes okay. Sometimes you need to filter. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you need to filter. And especially yeah. as a brand ma- um, ambassador, you're definitely going to need to filter your true self sometimes because you could be super pissed off that like five million things aren't going your way and then you still have to show up and like deliver for the brand. So if you can't handle a spice market, how are you going to handle the world? Yeah, I did love that Gina called her out on it. Me too. I loved Gina this episode. Gina was growing on me for sure. Yeah. Gina was awesome. She I was surprised she out. did that. I loved that. Yeah, I didn't expect that from her. Yeah, because she seemed so quiet and kind of like laid back, I guess. But not then, so much this episode. I yeah, think you really get to know her personality. Really, yeah. I love when she said, minions will now serve you, Princess Kier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> still didn't face care anyway. No. So. Yeah. Props I, to Gina. I wish we heard a little bit more from Amanda because when they went to get like drinks or food after mm-hmm. the spice market... Gina called Amanda out too and was like, I was really surprised when Stephanie said that you, she was most impressed by you last night or last week or whatever the Mm -hmm. time frame was. And Amanda was like, I know, I was kind of surprised too. (laughs) Yeah. You don't do that. I feel like you need to be more confident in yourself and be like, yeah, I did a great job. Like, I've done this, this, and that. And like, that's why I was well prepared. And like, how can you let someone tell you, like, I think they confused me yeah. with you and like try and take the credit for it? That's right. why my boxing gloves yeah. like, yeah. come on. I'd be like, all right, like, no, you can't knock me for my accomplishments. Right. I wish Amanda was like, no, actually, like, it was me. They, yeah. I did there wasn't much job. of a reaction from her. No, not at all. And maybe, who knows, maybe that was editing too, but. And maybe it's, it just shows that Amanda is level headed enough to not stoop down to Kier's level because Kier's also playing the game right now. She's getting into everyone's head. Right. Yeah. And she's, she's doing and a great she's, job. She's doing a great job at it because she's getting into each girl's head and like making them question themselves and doubt themselves and making them look dumb in front of 
you know, DVF and Stephanie and all those people. So the good, the one thing about Kier is like I really don't like her because I think she's a bitch, <laughs> but. <laughs> She always delivers. That's it. So it's like right. I can't really hate on her because it's just like she always comes through in every episode. Like she does work really hard. Like you said, she does know the brand really well. She does answer the questions really well and she's put together. I think she could show a little more humility, obviously, and be more humble about it. But it's just like it's hard because it's like I don't like you, but I can't hate on you necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then let's get into this because this is exactly what happened in the lookbook yep. shoot. So the girls... I don't think a lot of them knew, know what a lookbook was, but they pretty much started out the scene by defining what it is. Mm-hmm. And they had the challenge for two teams to create different lookbooks um, on their own for the upcoming the upcoming collection. So there was Cody, Lenore, Brittany, and Amanda. And then it was Kier, Tiffany, Abigail, and Gina. And then again with Kier and her group, like she was very specific about wanting to create a story. And everyone kind of like shut her down. And it was interesting because Stephanie said, you know, you can see, like, Kara was kind of like the person at the playground no one wanted yeah, to play with. Yeah. And on the other team, the girls seemed to be working a little bit better together. But what killed me was Cody because she was just like, whatever you think is beautiful. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, you're really stupid. I want to punch you in the face because if this is a competition, like, we have to work together. Like, you need to bring something to the table. I would have been the Cody in that situation. I really? Like, I, I mean. But this wasn't for you. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, because, you know, it was clear that, like, this isn't really Cody's right path. So, you yeah. know, yeah. you're in that situation. You see everyone who, like, immediately has jumped in and you feel like you're five years behind all of a sudden and you're like well I don't want to I don't want to mess it up for the team right. by giving my opinion what if it's the wrong thing to say but you're like why are you even here why did you sign up right. that, that, that was my question too because yeah. I mean wait, I wouldn't sign up for this because I wouldn't right. be ready for right. it and she couldn't make a decision to save her life yeah. No. Yeah. on anything there's yeah. one thing that I want to um, go back on a little bit in the beginning of the lookbook because it killed me was um Kier's bow. Oh my oh, god! All right. <laughs> but listen, and I wish ridiculous. I don't know how I can show you this, but I was looking at Kier's Instagram today, and she has this photo from. A, oh gosh, Marissa, how do I get this so everyone can see it? Who's watching our show? You should have emailed it in. I know. Three hours just, prior to the show, I just remembered. Okay, you can go so on our Instagram. This is an <laughs> yes. I will tweet it after Buzz will tweet it with our link. Okay. okay. So, I hope. They will. <laughs> so, it's a DVF Resort 2010 collection. And on the runway, all the girls are wearing huge <gasps> bows. No way. Yeah. Oh. So, it's kind of... I mean, I do think she looked ridiculous. And I'm glad Stephanie called her out on it. But it's like kind of funny. Hats. Yeah. They're like bow but hats. Was that intentional then? Well, I, or I don't know. was it inspired by her wearing the bow? Maybe. I also think that the bows on <laughs> that really makes cute. a lot more sense than <laughs> yeah. a bow like that walking around for like, like a gold. Like yeah. she wasn't right, like that's the she runway. wasn't she wasn't like on the runway or lounging at a resort. You know, like the yeah. collection implies that you would be she was doing at work. It. She was just at work. And that's at like an internship type of work right now. Like you don't need to stand out that much, right? Yeah, agreed. And also, she's like clearly way taller than all the other girls too. So just like yeah. it's like five <laughs> inches taller. So, so all totally. the attention it is directed at her. It was yeah. just a little extra. I liked it better when she pulled it back into the. Well, like, did you see yeah. when Gina tried to help yeah, her? Yeah, like no, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like oh. okay, but I like that she did 
because she kind of like stood up to step. Oh, oh my gosh, you Yay. are amazing! Oh. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. These are the bows that we are talking about, Marissa. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. Um, so, anyways, I'm glad that she did listen to Stephanie, even though she would kind of like stood up to her a little bit and yeah. gave her reasoning. But then she was quick to change it. Oh, she was super yeah. quick to change but it. But I think that I mean. That's respectful. Like, at least she stood up for herself and explained why. And wasn't trying to be and, defiant. Like, right. Keep it on, yeah. So. Well, I liked Stephanie's co- quote that she said, anything that calls attention to one thing is not effortless. Because totally. that's the whole point of the jersey and the wrap dress is that effortless, chic, sexy style. So. Do you remember that one? Girls gotta get it. <laughs> Simplicity. So what do you guys think about Lenore and her styling one of the looks for the lookbook? And she was trying to use a dress as a jacket, which clearly did not go over too well. I think that really offended DVF. It was intended to be a dress and not a jacket. And you could kind of see how upset she was when she saw that. And also, Michael wasn't impressed either. And I feel like that kind of set the tone for the rest of the show or the rest of the challenge. DVF was very much on Lenore this whole episode and really just gave her a tough time. Probably she was like, girl, you try to make my dress a yeah. jacket. <laughs> yeah. And they kept saying, but it's not. But yeah. it's not. But I, I don't know. I feel like Lenore's like looking at this as like, hey, how? what's my statement that's going to help me stand out? And you watch a lot of designers and, you know, like Rachel Zoe Project where they're taking other clothing items and like making them work for something. And I think that she's thinking in that mind frame of like, I want to do something that's a statement. Mm-hmm. But... It's just a little too early in the game, and, like, there's not that trust that you're not going to cross the line with DVF. So right. she's like, whoa, what are you doing with, like, those are her babies. You know, her yeah, clothing, yeah. It, that's her, those are her children. And so maybe that like, works whoa. for one brand, but not necessarily DVF. Yes. So if she were to do that somewhere else, maybe they'd be like, oh, yeah, we love that. Yeah, like, oh, you're being creative. Like, yeah, other, pe- right. other uses for the dress and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I think the dress is so iconic that you just can't mess with it. Yeah, yeah I it agree. Was, I think it also was just like the time and place because I don't think she clearly understands what a lookbook is. It's meant to sell the clothing. Right. And I think if you can't clearly see the clothing, you can't really sell it. So I think that... And who's going to buy, seriously, a dress as a jacket? jacket. jacket. Exactly. <laughs> like, it might have looked really good, like, in a print campaign or on the right. runway, but, like, yeah. that's not like what Like, layering this is. or something. Totally. But, yeah, you're not going to go in the jacket, see all these coats, and then a dress, like, open right. up. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, anyways, it didn't really matter because at least that team won. Yeah. And they won because they had this story, and it was this girl who is a travel writer, and it's kind of like her attire to different events, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And the reason they won is because Diane loved the story and thought that's what you really need when you're creating a lookbook. And it was just so funny because Kiara, the entire time with her group, was like, we need to create a story. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes let's hear it, Sometimes <laughs> it's not what you're saying; it's how you're saying, saying it. Exactly. Like, you have to inspire. Yeah, you have your to team. inspire. And she wasn't really saying directly, "Let's create a story." She kept saying, "We need to pick a place. We need to pick a location." And I don't think the girls were understanding, understanding. that mm-hmm. she meant like, "Let's stop and decide like on a storyline, a place." Like, okay. Paris. Okay, now we have a location. Let's move on from there. Mm-hmm. So it's not that she was wrong in what she was saying because I was agreeing with her. I was like, well, I mean, even I know that. Fashion 101. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell a story with this stuff because as a buyer, like, what am I buying here? Right. right. But it was just the way she was delivering it. It was just so, like, orders being barked and everyone already has a nasty taste in their mouth about mm-hmm. you. 
So now they're really not going to listen to you when you start barking orders like that. And they were kind of ignoring her, too. I did feel a little bit bad for her. I think they were just kind of at their level. But that's what I was saying. Even when... um uh, Stephanie had asked, do you guys know what a lookbook is? Kier had one of the best answers of what the lookbook was. So she really does know her stuff. It's just, I think she has to understand the relationship parts now because that's going to help them work. T- they still have to work together in teams and a lot of their stuff going forward. So, yeah. Right. I think she just needs to learn how to speak clearly and not rub people the wrong way and get their trust back again for them to look at her as a leader. Yeah, she needs to learn how to have a conversation with someone and not bark orders at them. Yeah. I think she just comes off like she's ready to argue. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, her and Abigail got into a little bit of a fight, and although I will they got into an argument, for sure. And I will say, Kira, I mean, the way she flip-flopped with her emotions, because one day she... one. At one moment, she seemed like she was attacking them, being like, this was my idea. If we did it, we would have won. And the next time, she was like, I'm yeah, so proud of us. weird. So I don't know if it was maybe editing or if she just really was like, okay, maybe I would just sound like a big bitch. Like, yeah. let me just be like, try and get, you know, the spirit up. Mm-hmm. But Abigail, I think, came in like flying too high and did not handle herself well at no. all. Mm-mm. And I'm surprised she wasn't reprimanded. Like I, I really like Stephanie, Me and I too. think she was so sweet to her. And I love that she kind of plays like that devil wears Prada, you know, like, like tough, tough love. Tough love. But, like, she really cares and is a really sweet person. But I kind of wish it was, like, what are you doing, like, screaming and starting and, like, throwing your hands up in the air? Like, this is work. I don't think that was appropriate at all. Yeah, and that's the one thing I've kind of noticed um, with these girls is, like, they. I feel like they do a lot of tattling on each other Mm -hmm. in front or show a lot of their emotions in front of the team, which is so weird to me. Like, even when she, like, when, the, when, um, Kier called them out and said, oh, well, that was my idea. Or, oh, I wrote, like, it just feels, like, very immature. Sure. Yeah, because, I mean, Kier, when she threw them under the bus, you know, yeah. that's where it all started. Or even it's Brittany like, in the first episode, I'm like, what are you guys doing calling each other out? Just, yeah, like, just keep it to yourselves. <laughs> don't let your, like, private lives get in the middle of this. Yeah, they're running this is BDF. They don't, I mean, they this don't is, like, a small for your trivial stuff. Comp- yeah. But I I understand, and I think this is where Kier is playing the game just right, because she did exactly what she needed to do to get Abigail riled up and make her look bad in front of everyone. (laughs) So do you think it was intentional for her to do that? Why are you picking a fight here? Even when they talked at the pool later, it was kind of like picking another fight. Like, she knows what she's doing, and I guess that's the part that, like, I love and hate about her, because, like, I clearly see that you're playing the game, and that everyone's letting her play it. And I'm just like, who's going to step up? And like, and I wanted Abigail to be such the bigger person and not actually go there because I love Abigail. I think she's awesome. But she kind of like let Kier get in her head and let her control the situation. So now she has to make up for it somehow. I don't know. What do you guys think about their talk at the pool? So, I mean, obviously the team that won got to do the lookbook shoot and then the rest of the day, the rest of the girls kind of had the day off. Mm-hmm. Or so I guess they thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Kier and Abigail at the pool, it was like a really awkward situation for me. And I can't believe that. I, I mean, like, obviously they need to communicate about what was wrong. But the way Kier spoke to Abigail being like, you know, you wanted me to invite you to sit here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this girl has huge balls. Like, yeah. I have never. And part of me likes that about her. And part of me wishes, like, I had a little bit more of that in me. Like, oh, yeah. right. 
And then the other part, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate you at the same time. Yeah. And you I know? wonder what she's thinking when she's watching herself back. <laughs> she I probably mean, loves it. <laughs> I do like that she calls it out when she sees it because that's how you should communicate. But I think she does it in such an abrasive way right. that it turns people off. So I think yeah. as long as she eventually learns how to edit herself appropriately, then she can be a more viable contestant. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about Tiffany and Gina's little brunch rendezvous? I'm <laughs> always down for some brunch. One thing I noticed was when she was yelling at those guys who were, like, from Australia, did you guys see the PA they, that then ran out was like, wait, wait, stop. Oh, and they like, needed oh, to get They needed to get them released because they showed their face. Oh, I missed that. I oh, was, my gosh. That's so hilarious. hilarious. Sorry. I work in production, so this is, like, my job is to look for these little things in our show. So I was like, <laughs> I'm watching. I'm like, oh, wait. Rewind. <laughs> yep, there goes the PA, like, waving releases at them as they're oh running down God, the street. That's hilarious. Yeah. Did you guys see the dog, though? Gina had a little dog that ran out of the, yeah. the yeah. fence. I was like, where did the dog come from? I think it's so weird that they get to have so much of their personal stuff on this because right. they have their cell phones. Boyfriends. Um, boyfriends are coming <laughs> over. Like, dogs are there. They each have their own room. Yeah. Right? Because right. I'm like... This is just so much freedom. Right. That's, I keep thinking that too. And I feel like they get to do whatever they want. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like there's really like a set schedule. Like they probably have to be at the studio at this time, you know? Yeah. But in between, it seems like they can do whatever. Just, right. Yeah. Which is why I was so surprised that no one had their lookbooks done. Right. Or their yeah. um, inspiration boards. Yeah. I done. expected more out of those I, boards. But mm-hmm. when I saw them, I was really disappointed. Yeah. I yeah. was disappointed because I'm like, okay. Gina and Tiffany both know that they don't have theirs done, and they're over at brunch brunching. You have the day off. You should have been uh, making you, sure that's making done. sure that's mm-hmm. done because you were complaining this whole time. We don't have any time to get these done. Here you are with a day off, and if I had lost a competition for like the lookbook thing, I would have right. made sure that the next thing that they expected from me was, was going amazing. to be amazing. Yeah. So right. if I have a day off and free time, I'm spending all day working on that. I'm not laying out by the pool. I'm not brunching. Right. I'm not doing any of that other stuff. I'm getting my shit handled. Right, for sure. Well, it's funny because they're drinking and then they have to go in and so Gina's board was seen first, and she said it's inspired by Euroglam. And Michael's like, this honestly just make, inspires me to get drunk. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, that's funny, because like she's probably a little that's drunk right now, yeah. too. She was three mimosas okay. in. Um, and then do you guys remember the part when Lenore went into Kier's room, Ooh, and she did her right. little testimonial, and she was like, I love Kier, like, I love you so much. That whole little. And oh, when she said, said that when you're friends with me, I pay more attention to what you say and give better yeah, advice. And give better advice. She also <laughs> said, "I love Lenore, so sweet, but she's not going to be a brand ambassador." Okay, but <laughs> kind of <laughs> true, kind of true. That's but true. also, like you're sitting here t- saying, like, "Oh yeah, she's my friend. We're gonna get along." No, but I did. Basically, I'm friends with her because she's not, not competition. <laughs> yeah. I did um, go yeah. on um, Kier's Twitter, and she said that was editing. Because oh, they had the okay. quote, and she said that that was edited. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, she's like, I never said that about Lenore. They're really making her out to be a villain. Yeah, yeah they they are doing yeah. a great oh, that, job at it. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Good find. <laughs> I need to go back and look for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But I thought it was nice. It, it was nice to see her have a friend. Yeah. And Lenore, like, as much as I think she's a hot mess, like, she... You could tell she really does mean well. Like, and she, yeah. like Kara said, she does really want to be there and is trying as hard as she can. She just doesn't know. She's passionate <laughs> and she wants it, but she just doesn't know. The execution she, isn't really there, yeah. but the passion, she's got a lot of heart. So for her um, inspiration board, 
she starts DVS DVF asks her why like what does she want to do? Mm-hmm. And she talks about styling. Oh my gosh. Uh, she was in the hot seat. There. She was really in the hot seat and it was just so interesting to see like DVF like call her out. And it's interesting, it is not what you say, it's how you say it. Because if someone else said you have no style, they would come off like a bitch too. And DVF was just like calling it as it is. Like Well, she said DVF said that she's like, You think the best thing you have to offer, offer is your taste? <laughs> it was amazing. Like, oh my gosh. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> if someone had said that to me. I would have cried yeah. on the spot, especially if that's what I want to do. And she thinks she can dress. That's the yeah. thing. She doesn't think she has a problem. Yeah. She did look like she was going to cry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would have, like, you have one of the most powerful people in the industry telling you you think that's the best thing you have to offer? AKA, you're, you're like, wrong. You, do, you have no taste, yeah. is what she's saying. Yeah. Like, ouch. Yeah. And you can't really defend yourself because it's, it's you versus Divya. Yeah. <laughs> she's choosing you. So she did a little win. bit, but it fell flat. It, it fell yeah. flat, totally. Well, yeah. that was a tough one. And she got called out for her lipstick, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lenore. it was too dark. <laughs> but whatever. The girl needs to learn. Is that better? Because you live close to there. Is that <laughs> the thing? What? Like, like, like really heavy makeup or like loud, like the choker? Is I don't that, know. Oh, you don't know? New Jersey is very different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, maybe it's just a Lenore thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that lipstick shade is in it, season is now. It is in, totally. Yeah. She was just ahead of the trend then. Yeah. I think it was her outfit. I think that's what DVF was saying, that whatever she was wearing, it was too heavy for whatever her yeah. outfit was. Mm-hmm. Or for her face, maybe, too. Yeah. Like, you're at a business meeting. Like, why do you need to wear dark vampy lipstick? Right. That's, that's more for an evening look. Exactly. So yeah. I think that's what she is trying to say. <laughs> so, okay, back to the boards. We have Abigail. Her board was more about sketches. Mm-hmm. DVF did not seem impressed at all. They yeah, didn't ask Michael. her to draw any sketches. Yeah, and yeah, they <laughs> design much, any clothing. They pretty much made it very clear that we have no interest in you designing. Yeah. I think it was her little plug. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, here, guys, here's a sneak peek at my future line. <laughs> the yeah. new wrap dress. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Amanda's board was all about color and texture. Kier's was all photos of herself, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, I will say, like, DVF1 liked it. The mm-hmm. girls made a lot of fun of her. It wasn't all photos. Like, she had a couple on there. But in all fairness, DVF showed photos of herself. From when she was younger, as in to use oh, like to get them inspiration. Point. So that's true. I mean, I think I liked her the hers the best. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I liked really hers a lot. Board. Tiffany. Oh, poor Tiffany. <sighs> Guys, you, do you hate on my? I love Tiffany. No, no. and DVF likes Tiffany. And she too. loves she her. She loves her I know. I was just thinking yeah. that too. She really likes. She her. loves Tiffany. She thinks she's like a little kid. Like I feel like she looks at her as like a daughter figure. Mm-hmm. I do agree with what they said though, because if I had been her and you know walking with a board that's not complete, I'm gonna fake it till I make it. And what about Brittany trying to help her? That, that was, was really, really sweet. Yeah. Come over, which she redeemed herself because I thought she was kind of. Bitchy last week. Yeah. And she gave know. the same advice that pretty much they gave to to Tiffany as yeah. well. So mm-hmm. she was like, hey, just go, go in with that. Like, and make DV- it work. Yes. And the other thing is DVF gave Tiffany a second chance. Because when they first presented, remember, she said, um, you just need to have more confidence. And you shouldn't have said that. And so she let her redo her whole spiel. And it was right. so good. Yeah. yeah. She said it was like, you're looking at the sea from above, right? And it's like the colors and movement. I'm like... Genius, like See? the girl is smarter than we think. Smarter than she you is a diamond. Smarter than Excuse me, excuse me. Tiana knows. <laughs> so we don't know how the the season's gonna work, right? If I didn't know if 
if a girl was going to get eliminated tonight or not. Right. I don't think we really have the formula down yet. No. I don't think mm-hmm. they even know what the formula was when they were making this. But so DVF calls Abigail, Cody. Oh, and Cody all was photos. pretty much all photos that she yes. took. Of dogs. Of, of like, yeah, I was like, of, of a bulldog. Dog, <laughs> yeah. She missed the mark completely, completely. on that. Like, How was that? She missed the mark on everything. Nothing that invoked the French Riviera. No. It was just like photos of her dog, like you said, and like a farm. and A flower. <laughs> they were great photos, but... Yeah. Nothing we saw that she task. was like really homesick and you know Skyping oh with her my mom. God. And, and that was a was, defining moment for me when I saw yeah, her talking to her mom. Yeah. Like she girl needs to go home. Even her mom told her to woman up. Yeah, her, her mom, mom was like, "Cody, um, you, there why are you in a Cody, you're so sensitive." She was like, "I'm sad because they're sad." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I I feel for you, but like maybe not that much." I know. I mean, I've, oh, yeah. I know that I can cry when I'm like passionate about things, you know, but. I, I don't cry that much. I think she's just so idealistic yeah. and maybe has been a little bit sheltered in her life. Totally sheltered. Needs to branch out and really see what the world is about. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, she ke- keeps saying, like, this is her first time leaving Utah, right? Right. So, yikes. The <laughs> girl needs to get out. <laughs> so she calls up Abigail, Cody, and Tiffany and then comes down and switches Tiffany for Lenore. She's like, I made a huge oh. mistake. I, if I were Lenore, I would have, like, peed my pants, like, or yeah. cried or, like, just ran home right then. That stinks. I feel like that's such a scary feeling going into there. You know, like, that someone had to think about it and we're like, no, she's no. not the right person yeah. here. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, pretty much she reiterates herself saying, like, styling should not be your thing. And I hope that Lenore really listens to Diane and thinks about it because I think she could be a really great businesswoman and she did encourage her and said you are really people friendly and like everyone likes you so I hope she focuses more on that aspect of mm-hmm. herself or do you think she could just study more how do you become a better stylist can maybe just study more trends in California and New York and I don't really know the but I do think yeah. like taste is something that just comes naturally, naturally. so she just doesn't have it yeah <laughs> I okay. mean she can develop it she can develop yeah. it obviously but and she's young enough to develop it, I think. But I think that when someone like DVF kind of crushes your dream like that, at least she she didn't completely kill her dream. She said, this one isn't right for you. But over here is something else that You're fits you better. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's present. She's not just saying, oh, no, don't do this. Leave the whole like industry. industry. She's saying, not this aspect of it. Right. Focus more over here. And if, she, if DVF can see that and point it out to you when you're that young, She just saved you years and years of, like, trying and struggling. Mm -hmm. And I also think that Lenore just needs to learn a little bit more about the industry. Because I think that she just thinks of fashion as styling. Mm -hmm. But I don't... There's so... It's a, like, multi-billion dollar industry. There's so much that goes on behind it. You know, it's just not just putting, like, clothes and outfits together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's capable of so much more than styling. I think DVF was implying that there's more to you than just this Definitely. And then, what did she say for Abigail? She pretty much thinks that Abigail is out of control, right? Like, needs to tame it down a notch. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing with Abigail, right? I like her. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, like, kind of, like, over her sob story. Yeah, uh, she, she brings it up I mean? all the time. With how this is her only shot with her yeah, brother. Yeah, it's not your only shot. If you mm-hmm. believe in yourself, you can do a million different things. And, like, I am I respect that she's there for her family but, like, you need to, like, be in this for yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And don't use that story as a clutch. Right. Right. Everyone has their own baggage that they're coming in with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think she says that to, like, I don't know, to make everyone else feel bad for her so she stays? Or why do you think? Part of me thinks that, you know, again, with, like, the editing of everything, if a producer hears that, like, that's kind of your story, they're going to make you repeat repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. So part of me thinks that that's a little bit to do with it, but then... Outside of that, I'm the kind of person where, like, I just, I don't like sharing that kind of stuff about me. Yeah. So it's hard for me to look at others who are doing it. Like, I have no no shade on it, and that's what you're going to do. But I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm kind of like, okay, like, we heard it the first time. We heard it the second time. We don't need to keep hearing it right. now because we know what you're there for. What are the other girls there for? Because I'm sure What's they're Amanda all. there for? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Like, <laughs> I still haven't, like, I still we have still a hard time remembering Amanda. Yeah. I still, like, I watched the episode twice, and I still was like, okay, they said they liked her from the first event. But what But, else? like, what was she doing there? And then I'm like, <laughs> but then what else is happening with her? There's just so much drama going on with other people that Part I keep forgetting. Part of me thinks that Amanda's very normal, and she doesn't have as much drama as these other girls that take up so much of the it's show mm-hmm. and I think they're going to edit that out and showcase the people that are going to you know get the views and get people yeah. talking yeah. so that could be Amanda amazing. also had a lot of internships she had five other internships so she probably has the most professional experience and knows how to carry herself well so maybe she's not like Teresa said creating as much drama probably yeah okay so then let's get into our predictions for top three because we know that Cody went home Mm-hmm. Which we Co- all know needed to happen. <laughs> yeah. She started crying even before DBS started talking about yeah. it. And her. she's kind of like, why are you crying? <sighs> okay, so cries in every scene. Last week, we made some predictions about who we think our top final three will be. Not necessarily who we want to be in the top final three, but who we think will be there. And I feel like a lot of us need to adjust our predictions. Yeah, so I please. Do for sure. Tiffany? I think Tiffany... Uh, oh, oh, now y'all jumping on the Tiffany bandwagon, huh? I think Tiffany, because I honestly think that DVF just really likes her and will keep her there until the end. And I think that slowly and slowly she will grow. I think here still. And I think Brittany. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that what I want? I guess. Is that what you originally want? I made a huge mistake. I really really (laughs) like Gina, too. And I kind of feel like Gina wins. Ooh, I could see that. I was, like, stalking her Instagram today, too, and I feel like she's doing a lot of traveling. So I don't know if it's for the brand or maybe she's just traveling. I love her photography. Yeah, it's really great. Mm. Tiffany, um, sorry, Tiffany I'm a little concerned about because next week we see that they have to meet the press, and I just can't see her really presenting herself well and being able to interact with them. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they, they make people go through media training. So, you know. Hopefully they go through some media yeah, training. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I think they all could use some media training. Definitely. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I think I had Tiffany here and Abigail last week. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my alternate is Brittany. Okay. For, so, for Abigail. Okay. Yeah. So Tiffany and Kier and Brittany? And Brittany, exactly or, <laughs> Brittany or Abigail. Yeah, but I had it written down before you said it, <laughs> and I still want it to be Abigail, but I just feel like the drama between her and Kiel, uh, look, Kier can't last the whole season. Right. Like, yeah. one of them has to go eventually, because no one's going to get any work done. Okay, I'm going with Kier 
at the top three, Amanda and Brittany. That's a good selection. Yeah, that's strong. <laughs> I'm going with Gina. I think she's got a lot of potential, and I was also stalking her Instagram, and I think she can write really well, and she's got great taste. Um, I chose Brittany as well. I think this episode, she really she proved herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, she reached out to... Abigail, when Abigail was going through her issue, and then she reached out to Tiffany when she was struggling with the project. And last would be Amanda. I know we still haven't seen a lot from her, but every time we do see her, I feel like she presents herself well. She should have spoke spoken up when Kier called her out, but I still have faith in her. So is she presenting herself well, or is she just not presenting herself at all? Because I feel like we don't really see anything of her. She's yeah, just like I don't know nice. if that's editing... Yeah. Or if it's her. So I'm forget- still going to give her a chance. I keep forgetting she's there right I now. I Amanda. Like, <laughs> I literally can't tell you what her board looked like last night or what she did at the first episode. Same. Like She did I PR only, at the first episode. Yeah, like, I remember I that. I only remember her because at the beginning they said she impressed them. And that's the only thing I remember about her doing in this episode. Right. Well, I think we'll see more from her. I guess yeah. we'll have to wait and see. I think she's yeah. a sleeper. She is. She's going to come to life. I think so, too. She's going to be the, she's the quiet one who's like, no one's paying attention yeah. to her mm-hmm. because there's so many other she's things. Like, and she'll top like, three. Yeah, yeah exactly. Next thing you know, she's the ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Well, let us know who your top three are. And please um, go to iTunes, rate us, and comment below. And I hope you guys like the show as much as we do. Oh, wait. I have a few edits, I, or a few things I wanted to debunk. Really go, quick go, before. go. Okay. The first one is Lenore said, I never wanted to use that dress as a jacket. House of DVF, love the edit action. So oh. debunking that one. I told you guys about the other huh. tweet, and this other one says, I've never been t- out of Utah before. This is news to me. Ha ha. And Cody tweeted a picture of her um, in Russia. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So she did so, get out of Utah. Wow. Yeah. Did she say herself that she had never been out of Utah? Producers will make you do that. Uh, Okay. All right. Guys, this is some serious (laughs) editing. Yeah. Yeah. I expect more from the DVF crew. If not them, it's the production company. Well, I can't. I don't expect more from them. So, all right, guys, where can they find you? Oh, I have one more piece of news. Go, go, go. Okay, so every time a contestant gets kicked off, they have to do a departure blog. Okay. So Cody wrote hers, and um, she said, would I have done anything differently? Definitely not. There are many times when I could have brought others down to try and make myself look better, but this is not me, nor is it the example I would want to set. But the last thing that she wrote was really cryptic, and I want to find out (laughs) what this means. She says, Diane, I'd also like to thank you for helping me gain the courage I didn't know I was lacking to stand up for myself in an unhealthy marriage. Thanks to you, I am now forging my own path and loving every moment of it. Wait, can you repeat that? I just got chilled. I just got chilled, too. So... That's why because I stopped reading so the blog after the first paragraph. I didn't finish it. Yeah, this was the very last paragraph. too much reading for me. <laughs> Both of you on your news and gossip. I'm obsessed with this information right now. Thank you. So pretty much, she's saying that she was in an awful marriage, and that Diane helped her realize that and helped gave her the courage to get out of it. And forging a new path. That's so ambiguous. I don't know if that means she. She could have just stood up the, for herself and be like, "Look, homie, I'm going to go out there and pursue, pursue photography, and I'm going to." Make this my job. She could have left that was him. Her she way out. Yeah, to see a different yeah. lifestyle and be in New York or something. Yeah, yeah. she could have she left up and moved out of um, Utah. That's interesting. It means so many things. Yeah. We'll have to find out. If y'all know some more information, <laughs> please let us know. I That's know crazy. Some, I know some Mormons in Utah. I'll make some calls. Yeah. Okay, we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> 
All right, you guys. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zias and at MissZias.com. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Stay Classy Anna. Two ends. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Teresa Jane. And I also wanted to do a shout out to Glam Squad who did oh, Tiana yes. and my hair and makeup tonight. Hair and makeup. Thank you guys. Glam Squad LA. Download uh-huh. the app. Yes. <laughs> and for all you DVF fans, there's the DVF store opening up at the Grove pretty soon. So check Ooh. it out. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.